I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, hello, hello. I am live on Instagram. It's Deborah Francis-White with The Guilty Feminist, The New Normal. And today I am being joined by Sarah Pascoe. Uh, I will be soon anyway. It's only two to six. So I feel I need to hold on a little bit longer and uh, let you tune in so you don't miss any really juicy Sarah Pascoe content uh, because she is... Uh, one of the most fascinating people I think I know. This overhead light I don't think is doing me any flattering favours. I'm a feminist, but I'm going to turn the overhead light off because overhead lighting, it just isn't... Now, that's better, isn't it? That's Because I've got some really gentle uplighting going on in my bookcase. An uplight is always what you want. And a side light, a flattering side light. And I, I don't know about you, I feel like I am becoming acutely aware of what I really look like and... I think I do a lot of mirror management, like I go, mm, mm, and I take photos well often, and I think that's what I look like. And it turns out, no, because now I'm seeing myself on video the whole time, and poor video, like webcam and stuff. And I've started to feel a bit almost depressed at times. I'm like, I'm having to look at myself and look at other parts of myself, more metaphysical parts, look at my habits. Now I can't blame outdoor structures. Now it's clear this is just who I am. This has got philosophical incredibly quickly, hasn't it? Sarah's not even on yet. And and you know what Sarah's like? She's she's always got some interesting uh, fact or uh, theory hypothesis based on uh the psychology of evolution or something like that, the, the, some, some psych, psycholo psychological theory from evolution. And already I'm right deep down into I'm having to face my own truth. I'm having to face what Tom and I are like when we're quarantined together. I did tweet yesterday the trouble now with being quarantined alone with your partner is that you can only legally storm out once a day. And that is true. Although we are being very kind to each other. We are being very, very kind to each other. Sarah says she's here and at six o'clock. So I'm going to ask Sarah to join. Hold on. Here we go. Why is that not working? Here it is. Yes, it is. Inviting Sarah. And, and three, two, one. Sarah's joining. I believe in there this. There it is. Hello. Hey. Hey, hello, hello, Sarah. Welcome to The Guilty Feminist, The New Normal. 
Hello. Sorry, the Hello. dog gets excited when I talk and he thinks I'm talking to him. That yes, I'm not talking thing. to you, I'm talking to Deborah. I actually follow Mouse the dog on Instagram, so yeah. I'm a big fan of his, big fan of his it's work. I've met him in person boy. a few times. <gasps> Hello, Mouse the dog. Oh, oh Mouse the that? dog. Where's Deborah? You remember me, Mouse? Yeah. Hello. Where is she? Hello. Okay. <laughs> well, how it's... are you doing today, Deborah? Well, in fact, that's my that's my first question to you. Uh, this oh, is is a, this, on this show, you have 12 questions. And the first question is, how the hell are you? Um, um, so how are you feeling? Yeah. Um, so I've not been well, um, like lots of other people. And, um, but I seem to, so I would say I've had something quite mild, quite weird, but quite mild. But I've not been able to do anything really apart from lie around and read, which has been very frustrating. Mm. And so I've, I've had the blues really, where I wake up oh. every day and feel a bit, just wanting the time to go like my mum mm. said something about how she doesn't like it when it gets dark at the moment that it's it, the weirdly the night time makes her feel quite alone whereas mm. i've got the opposite where actually i get this relief at like seven o'clock like, okay thank fuck that's another day over that's a day of <laughs> quarantine day over. over nothing yeah is steen looking after you steen's been ill himself so i came <gasps> back and i caught it from him i think and then but he's getting better now. He went out for a run today and I was really jealous. Even mm. though it's so busy when you're running, it's like going to Westfield at Christmas. It's so packed with people. Have you got that near you? Well, I've been going for a daily walk, the government yeah. mandated one, the legal mm. one. Mm. Um, and I've been, I'm very careful. I'm treating it like a video game where if I see someone coming, I've got to get out of their way in a certain period yeah. of time. But I found a lot of people are not veering enough, Sarah. No. They let you, you know do what? all I think, the veering. I think, I think it's like, do you remember, like, it's a drama game, isn't it? It used to be a warm-up game where you mm. walk around the room and you had to have, like, your own personal space. And I think lots of people maybe just didn't go to drama club. So they don't Not know. enough people went to drama club slash drama school. No. Where it's like, they'd always say, use your peripheral vision. Exactly. And you'd sort of have to exactly do that physical distancing from people. Get in tune. Be aware. Be aware. I, I was thinking today I could smell someone's cigarette smoke and I went, okay, then I'm breathing in what they've breathed out. Yeah. And it made me realize how far away from somebody you need to be before you yeah. can't breathe in what they breathe out. Well, I don't want to do horror stories, but my mum, who's not very well, she's been um, quarantined for 11 days. The only mm -hmm. thing she's had is food deliveries where they've left them on the doorstep. And two days ago, she got ill. And she was like, I don't know if it's the virus at the moment. I'm just um, dizzy and I feel it. And I said, you've got the germs from somewhere. But even mm. if it's not this, still just a Tesco shop has made her mm. sick. Are we sure that she didn't get it before that period? Or well, was she out know. of that window? Well, I don't know. Because I worry. It feels like such a long time. Mm, I know. Well, I worry about like fruit like you have to wash it so much mm. because someone's just touched it you know yeah. but now we're all in this you know strange I mean, also we've got to to some extent you know you've got to eat fruit you've got to oh no you do, do have your to. best also, if that's the thing and i know people who are obsessive can't control this but you really do occasionally have to put your thoughts back onto like this is not a useful route for you to go mm. down thinking what is what what invisible things are on everything no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You've got to make your best efforts and then live your life and yeah. be as connected and happy as you can. Yeah. Um, 
so my next question for you, Sarah, is mm. has this crisis given you any new I'm a feminist buts? Um, I'm a feminist, but I mean, it, I mean, it feels like, I mean, to quote Madonna quite, um, the, the, <laughs> oh, please. I mean, it's affecting everyone, isn't it? It's interesting that people, um, I was just, just before speaking to you reading about this, the stats show that men are more likely to, than women to have the coronavirus. And then people were saying, this is why it's important that biological gender is always taken into consideration in medicine. But then other people were saying that men are much more likely to have be, been tested for it so far across every country um and so that might be but that's something we don't know the answer to yet but um mm. i mean that's the only, that's the only time i thought genders come into it or sex i i well i think it's uh it, it's that men are socially conditioned to wash their hands less because they yeah. pe women are trained to be very hygienic Oh, and really? that's just it's part of ladylikeness isn't it yeah and well, that's, that's so many I men say men that. don't wash their hands in the loo and things like that yeah. it's very common I said, like so would... i would say steen is the person who's always having a go at me to wash my hands we're the complete opposite he had a, he was really well brought up and i wasn't so <laughs> no it's was a, it a big shock to my system that how many mm. times a day are you supposed to wash your hands yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it's extreme no i mean more like um uh, so mine is, I'm a feminist, but I am mm. genuinely frightened about how long it's going to be between now and someone being able to wax me again. Oh, and yeah. how that's going to make me feel like, I feel like already, I can feel it in my skin. Like I just staying inside all the time, uh, you know, I, I'm not putting on makeup for anything because there doesn't seem to be anything to put on for. And I yeah. feel like part of my identity is in, weirdly kind of getting dressed up and doing my makeup and that kind of thing and i'm like it's just gone it's just but gone I, think, and I think that's an interesting experiment because then it, you really do know what it was for um mm. it's, it's interesting living with a partner like with the waxing thing um because i personally i was thinking i might just grow out my chin hair because for a long time i haven't known like what it would actually look like if i didn't pluck it but then while that I think if I was completely alone, I would, but like my partner, I still mm. want him to fancy me, even am amongst mm. all of this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, well but look, he's the only one you've got, so exactly. you know. I'm but sure also, he would but, fancy you whatever, but yeah. But, yeah. I don't think that is true. But then it's interesting, because I, like, I don't feel the need to ever put on makeup for him, or wash my hair, mm. or take off my pajamas. So, <laughs> so I do know I was doing that for like the outside world, like employers mm. and things. <laughs> yes, and it just, it just. But, but are you missing wearing a sparkly dress or anything? Are you, are you missing occasionally like zhuzhing? I do you know I've, I, and this is a terrible admission actually. But if there's anywhere to do it, it's with you. I've been buying a lot of shoes online, and <gasps> I've realised it's like. Um, uh, I, I, I guess it's. I, I guess it would be like if you were on a diet and you get obsessed with feeding other people, you know, sometimes these mm -hmm. things can go kind of round the corner or you get obsessed with baking, but deny yourself eating them. I just have this thing of like one day I'll walk again. Like one day I'll go outside and I'll need so mm. many shoes. Mm. It's storing them for the future. Yeah. Just like, yeah, mm. it's investing in a future where I definitely will need to put shoes on. <laughs> I Hopefully. believe in the end of this. I keep yeah. imagining a time when we're we'll back at the theatre jostling around with people in a pub and we yeah. won't, it, you know, I'm sure our habits will change a little bit and we'll get onto that. But I, but I feel like there will come a time we will look back on this as an, as an epoch or an e end of an epoch or an era. Um, yeah. 
have you got any coping strategies for staying emotionally stable, mentally okay? Have you developed any yet? It's okay no, not to you know have. what? Everything I thought I would be able to do and that would help me hasn't, and I haven't had the attention for it. So mm. um, I, 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 I usually would keep a diary, like when I'm working, when I'm doing jobs as a way of emotionally kind of gauging where I am. And you know, like... Um, the speed writing thing where you don't filter yourself and you see what comes mm. out and I just can't face it. Like I can't mm. do anything for more than 10 seconds. I go into the kitchen. I think I'm hungry. I put something on. I forget I've put toast down or anything. I go and do something else. I've started lots of books and then not been able to get into them. I've run baths. I haven't had like wow. every, every time I start doing something, I go, what's the point? It's not making it go away. It's not, it's mm. not solving the problem. So I just keep walking around the house or just lying down. I've got a heat mat, which was helping with the, the pain in my back and my head. And I just sit there like a little egg on it. Again, just hoping. Uh -huh. I mean, the first couple of days, I had the worst stress headache I'd ever had. And I couldn't yeah. believe it. And I'm getting used to it now. And actually, what's interesting is how quickly the new normal is becoming mm. normal. And I do not want this to be normal. And that's scaring me. Yeah. But, I'm but, starting but, to that's, go, a, but that's a sign of good adjustment, I think rather than railing against it. I think, I don't know, I guess, because you don't want to disassociate. You don't want to be in denial of what's happening and distracting mm -hmm. yourself. You want to be able to kind of absorb it a little bit. You have um, to process it. It's yeah, important. I, I guess that's it. And, that, and it's very hard to process it because it feels like whenever you create a narrative about what's happening or what's happening in the world, I think, don't, that's too simple. That, it's much bigger than that. Mm -hmm. like, and it might be a really long time before we properly understand how this affected everybody in different ways. And I'm, I worry a lot about the people we don't hear from. Like we hear from a lot of people because they're already prominent on social media or already mm. in the public eye. And, um, and that makes me think, yeah, but what's got, I want to be able to lift the lid off everyone's houses and go, well, how is everyone coping? Mm. Do, you, do you get yes. a lot of feedback from doing this where you feel like you've got a good gauge on people? Yes. Well, the, a question I'm coming up to, well, we could skip to it now, actually, and then come yeah. back to the others, um, is the most popular question on this show. And mm. I mean, you're only the fourth guest, so I've got a very yeah. small sample. But every day when I come to this question, it, everybody starts joining in and uh, it, more people come on as we go on. So yes. I, might, I yeah. might leave it. But it's about a dark moment or terrible thought you've had. Mm. And I really notice how many people go, thank you for saying that. And I think it's mm. because when people go on Instagram live, it's when they're feeling up or they need to, they need to buck themselves up. So they go and they perform something and they connect yeah. when they go on house party and they've got their glass mm. of wine and they're saying, yeah, here we are. And nobody is televising the moment when they're in the fetal position crying or they're mm. suddenly going, what if my parents die and I never see well, them actually, again? No one's it's, televising it's that. that. I think that there's a lot of, um, and I, actually I think maybe uh, it happens a lot anyway, but crying for no reason. And that's, and it's all the time. But that thing that happens because of trauma and grief and it is um, the up and down of it, that one minute you are fine. I know I can see from lots of your comments, there are people who've found real kind of focus and creativity, which mm. is just so amazing. But there's that other moment where you just literally, it, it just comes upon you or you're staring out of the window and then you go, oh, I'm crying again. And I know lots of people are limiting their social media for that reason, mm -hmm. that certain things just suddenly trigger, go like, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Or, or even people being lovely and amazing. Yes. Is then so emotive as well. I, I had a weird thing where I had a personal training session by Zoom 
and I had the tunes on and I'd really moving and I was like, oh, I feel great. I feel fine. I'm good at this. I'm good at quarantine. Mm. And then the second it was over and I said goodbye, out of nowhere, I sat down in a chair and sobbed and I yeah. didn't know where it was coming from, but it, it, I realized it was like, that's the only person I'm going to see today. And that's the only connection I'm going to have. And she's yeah. gone. And I was like, this is, you know, of course that's not true, but it felt yeah. in that moment. Like it was, I'm much better adjusted than I was last week. Really wasn't well adjusted. I mean, really, yeah. really, really struggling last week. And, mm. you know, human beings are great at adapting, you know, you're sick. And I think that's really not helping because mm. you can't even go out and go to yeah. the shop or like, I not think that that's I'm going it, to the shop, that, but go for a walk. If, you know? I've never liked running. Like I'm not a runner, but um, <laughs> because that's probably the one thing like cardio and just, mm. just at the moment, I'm just very frustrated by not being able to exercise because that would then suddenly feel like a really healthy thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We, 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 we will, we will find ways and you will, get yeah. better as well yeah um uh what are you surprised by what's the weirdest thing about this for you like for me i feel like i didn't realize how much of my energy i got mm -hmm. just from being out in humanity so i would go to yoga not talk to anyone yeah. really come back get a coffee on the way back not really talk to anyone but just maybe yeah. engage with whoever's there and i'd feel like i'd had an afternoon out and really connected mm. and i it's only now i realize that i absolutely need to leave the house every day for my walk <laughs> because I need to just see that society is still there and humanity is there. Yeah. And of course, I, acknowledging my privilege now that some people can't do that every day because yeah. no, of disability or, or yeah. other societal pressures. Well, that's it, because what you're describing is being connected. And it's interesting because you do a podcast, which obviously is about connecting with, with a huge group of people. And that's the thing I think um, probably is universal. We all need to occasionally realise we're not by ourselves, we're part of a family however that family mm -hmm. forms itself and then humanity at large like it's really good to remember you're one of the many many human mm -hmm. animals however yes. you, however you do that i think the surprising thing because i thought if you'd asked me six weeks ago or you know i'd have told you this would be my dream because like most people i work too mm -hmm. much and i work at night and so my fantasy is nights in like there's nothing mm -hmm. better than being and I'm, I only bought a flat uh, last year. So it's my first time of owning property. And I'm aware, again, I know that's a privilege. So that's been a fantasy for a long time that one day I'd, I'd have my own flat and I'd be able to be safe there. And then the fact that it becomes a prison so quickly surprised me. Oh, oh I'm never staying in ever again. I'm going to work every <laughs> night and every day. I'm going to burn the flat down. I'm going to sleep <laughs> under a bridge. Like, that I did, like I, I've always I've thought, you know, like, I'm being under home arrest like oh my god how amazing would that be just watch telly and eat pies and then when that's all you've got do you know what i keep thinking of you know um, i don't know if you ever smoked when you were young but the whole idea that if your parents caught you smoking they'd make you smoke 40 b and h and then you so oh, yes. never do it again and i've realized that is this like something that i previously yes um uh fantasized about so much to the point that um fetishized staying in for me was a fetish yes. like being comfortable and being hidden and um and i can't believe how quickly it's turned my dad's in australia and he's like he's still having to teach at university and he said i'm looking forward to when we get the lockdown and i was like you you wait You're you not. don't know because you can't control it it's not fun yes it's exactly that it's op it's options because tom's much more introverted than i am he likes staying in and i'm much more you know, out and about. I mean, I love saying it. I mean, but I, I can't actually believe how much I used to love an eye in now. I can't believe mm. it. But Tom, even Tom said, 
as much as a homebody he is, he's like, it's different when you've got the choice. It's different when you choose to see and when you feel locked in. Yeah. I loved something, you were advertising somebody else's Instagram live the mm. other day and you said, watch this from the prison of your own home. And we laughed so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, are you having some kind of routine? I mean, if you're ill, maybe not, but is there anything that punctuates your day? No, I haven't found that yet. No. And um, but next I've never, question. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been particularly organised. Anyway, I'm. Um, I would sometimes maybe write lists of things that need doing, but mm -hmm. I. Um, I have to be wary if you if, if you set aims that you always fail at. So, for mm -hmm. instance, I could tell you, oh, I've got a routine. It's get up at eight, and I would sleep through that every single day. Or I'm mm -hmm. going to do an hour learning Italian or the guitar, and then mm -hmm. in three weeks' time, when I've never done it, I will then feel like a failure. So instead, mm -hmm. I'm just living like a like an egg, as I say, just sitting there mm -hmm. on my heat mat. <laughs> I do you know what? I'm so unroutined in real life. I understand this is also in real life, mm -hmm. but. In my regular life, I'm very mm. unroutined. But interestingly, and this has given me, you know, some actual experiential empathy as opposed to mm. the regular empathy I've had before for like friends who have children who are on the autism spectrum, where they said that their children absolutely need that routine. And if they go out of that routine, it's very upsetting to mm. them. And I started to think in the bath the other night when I was having a sort of de-stressor bath that I'd had a real meltdown because something that was meant to happen hadn't happened. Um, I was like, this is giving me so much experiential empathy because I was like, oh, if I don't, if the world doesn't make sense to me, what I need is this to happen at 10.30. I'm having this sort of PT exercise class at 10.30. And if that doesn't happen, I'm like, well, the whole day is it's not going to work now. Because yeah. I'm like, what kind of person, uh, can for me to go from being a, such an unroutine person who would yeah. not want anything that I have to do at 10.30 now if it doesn't happen then the rest of my day what is it and if I don't eat the right thing at the right time what yeah. is the rest of the day now? now now it can't work and I think like even having this at six o'clock Monday to Friday is very helpful for me mm. because I'm like well that's the end of my day and then of course I yeah. still go on and write and do things but I didn't I think it's about I'm out of control of everything now I think but what I can control is this. I think mm -hmm. um, a lot of the people, obviously, we've all had our work, and I, and, and uh, I know this is universal, but lots of, but everyone I know kind of does stand up, and and our work has disappeared, and there isn't. Some people have kind of had stuff put back for the autumn, or hopefully it'll come back next year. But um, it's really difficult to get your head around it when there's no definite thing to push back against. Because if everyone said, okay, this goes on till July and it has huge ramifications for the economy, but after, if you just knew, but at the moment, mm -hmm. the whole world not having a plan, that no one no. can tell you, that, that exact unsettled thing where literally everywhere you push just goes, well, we don't know, and that might happen, and this might, and, and when that also, it's not just your work and your livelihood, it's also people that you love and their health. The close combination of things, I think, does make you need some definite structure, just so you know, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going for my walk or I'm mm -hmm. having a shower. Mm -hmm. uh, abs absolutely that, 100%. We don't know. We don't know if it's going to come back every year. We don't know if it's going to mutate. We don't know what, we don't know anything. We don't know anything about this, but we, but we, and we also don't know about the health of our family and we don't know. Yeah. You know there's, that's a lot. That's a lot. And we're all going through it together and we're all, I'm finding many new connections. There's a lady who lives across the road from me who I've never noticed before, but she's always mm. leaning out her window. I think she's, you know, to get some fresh air or whatever. And we've started smiling at each other and sort of waving at each other. I'm really sure that after this, we're going to, I'll have her for a cup of tea. You should or something check like that, that she's not been in prison the entire time. 
felt a little <laughs> bit like actually she's going, excuse me, I'm captured. In a Rapunzel style way. Yes, yeah. Um, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Any books, movies? That's what I got out. That's the one thing. I, that's the one thing I can um, I can um, show you is I got some books out to show you. So lovely. One thing that I think is so important for the next stage of all of us feminists or mm-hmm. members of society is that um, uh, th- what this shows so clearly is how we need to have a very different economic makeup to our society. Something that's slightly more socialist. Something that's fairer. Um, <laughs> So, I, so basically all of the books I've got to recommend, I thought maybe some of your, um, your uh, people, so this one is Women Versus Capitalism. Can you see it? Right, yes. This, one, this one's about to come out. It's really amazing, The Double X Economy, and it's about um, funding women, and it's all across the world she's done studies about what happens when, like from microfinancing, and, but basically um, for you're breaking up a bit, but um, but double X. This oh. one's about universal basic income, which is something that some people haven't heard oh. that much about, but is is a is a much fairer thing and a much fairer way to deal with situations like this. I um, think I'm so in favour of that. Yeah, Can so let's give people Sarah, money. Sarah, because this yeah. is this is mirror image. Oh, yeah. After this, um, I'll put both of just, them. Thank you. Take yeah. pictures, and if you go to Sarah yeah. Pascoe's, uh, um. Uh, as uh, Instagram stories, you'll be able yeah, to see them. them up. But just quickly, because lots of people have got books coming out, all their book launches have been cancelled. And um, so here's some the, the Hungover Games, where Sophie Hayward, that's about to come out. And I think um, Helen Lewis's book, Difficult Women, has just come out. And then, um, oh no, I just bought this. This came out, this that, that's come out in paperback, I think. Um, I met Emma at a, a Women's International Brunch, which is like. Um, the last time I went properly out, and um, she's absolutely amazing. And Kate Lister's book about, um, this is a nice big one, The Curious History of Sex, which is feminist as well. Interesting. 
Uh, they all look wonderful. Um, yeah. If you could take pictures of them and I put them up, because people are asking do. for the Sarah Pascoe reading list. I'm, a, yeah. I'm always so in awe of what you do. You, you're so interesting and intelligent. Movies and TV shows, music, anything you want to recommend to us to binge or have a little look at? Um, I only, uh, I don't know. We've, we've been re-watching The American Office. Oh, that's yeah, a fun one. Because, do you know what? It's because it has a very Quaker morality. It's a very good-hearted show, and it's very easy to watch. Mm. If, if anyone's never, ever watched The American Office, you can find it on Amazon Prime, and um, it's the most soothing, lovely thing. That sounds like a really, a really great yeah. escapist one. Um, so we're, at, we're down to the dark thought or the low moment you've had. Have you, thought, have you had any sort of like, uh, I was out the other night and, uh, yeah. for a run and I saw that the police were guarding five guys to make sure there was one oh, in, yeah, one out. Oh, yeah, I saw your picture, yeah. And I, I did have a bit of a moment where I went, oh, oh. And I know, it's, of course, it's not going to be like this, but you have these little handmaid's moments. Oh, I um, see. You know, or, or you know, I've, as we talked about before, just started crying and thinking about mm. you know, something really, really bleak. Have you had a moment that you would be happy to share um, uh, no pressure. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I think it's really difficult not to have your mind go to really dark places because I, that's where I think the, sometimes the swing comes because uh, you're the same as me. I spend a lot of my time thinking about how hard I'm finding it and then going, I'm so lucky. I'm mm. so lucky. Oh, my boyfriend's just texted me a TV recommendation. <laughs> oh yes, Feel, May Martin's show, Feel Good. Feel it's, good. We, I Is your boyfriend? In in that it. Yeah, chance. he's in it. Yes, he's in it. Um, but also, it's just so fucking. Sorry for swearing. Funny and beautiful and lovely, it. and they've made a really gorgeous show. Um, yeah, so that's my TV recommendation. But I was going to say dark. I thought about my dark thoughts sting. Um, <laughs> um, uh, just just thinking about the, I, the reason I made refuge my charity is because there are, for some people and we, and we, we talk about how we love our homes but we're we're trapped and there are other people whose homes are not a safe place and it just um i don't know what we do okay well we can refuge will help you okay yeah. babe yeah sorry no oh god i really no i'm i'm with I'm you I'm, no i know it's just, I'm, just, no, it's I'm not fair. no i know i had that same bleak thought today about i started awful this awful uncontrollable daydream when i started imagining things happening inside houses and like yeah. what if you couldn't get out and what if they locked the door and then also no one's someone, expecting to see you them, like how do you say to someone i'll do, like from from uh, here's what i will do when i'm better i want to do some problem solving because because mm -hmm. we do have social like i just wish i could say on twitter what do you need let me find a person who can do it for you but if you can't leave your house um and you can't safely call someone like what can you do so i just yeah. just hope that people are okay yeah well we will all we'll all swipe up after this and get onto refuge because i yeah. i understand and i feel it too yeah because at least um, there's a phone number to call and then but you just worry because their services are already so oversubscribed mm -hmm. and depleted and yeah I was wanting to set up something as well that I think this is very triggering for a lot of refugees and yeah. like the refugees that I yeah. know, it's so triggering. It's like, we've got, you know, some of them were sort of like, we were, you know, they were going out with someone to a house in the country or something because it's nicer yeah. than being in London or whatever. Yeah. And it was sort of like, the whole thing was like, we've got to get out, we've got to go, we've got to go, or mm -hmm. somebody has to be put in self-isolation for 14 days or something. And it's so triggering. And I just thought, yeah. is there a way we could do something where you could we could connect people with somebody that doesn't have a community where we could yeah. just FaceTime them once yeah. a day or something. Yeah. Um, I think some people are doing writing exchanges where anyone can put their name and on a Google doc 
and that someone will write you a letter or write you emails. There are things that people, people are trying to do that in terms of connection. But that's the thing is, yeah, refugees, are not only people who are kind of settled in countries, but obviously in camps, people in prisons um, mm. who are now in lockdown. Imagine that being suddenly taking the little freedoms you have in prison away oh, from for your own. It must be absolutely there. dreadful. I know, I know. And the trouble is, it's one of those things, like thinking about how you're really lucky and other people are struggling with something more difficult doesn't ever cheer you up <laughs> no yeah no it doesn't but look do you know what to show to to show our vulnerability in a moment our mo uh, at the moment yeah. our emotions being close to the surface is part of this extraordinary historic yeah. time that i feel like i'm living through a black mirror and this is yeah. part of that that i'm talking suddenly i've never yes. talked to you yeah. this way before you know yeah um, somebody asked how is steve he's very well he's gone to stay with friends in the country and he's He's, he's uh, doing well. And somebody else says, listen uh, to Mo Godot on uh, How to Fail. Oh, yes, I did. Gada. I Gada. did. I did listen to it because I love that podcast. I've also seen that people so have been posting things like really good Facebook groups for mutual support and stuff. So that's really good because we can go back through and look at those. And Ellen says, same with LGBTQ folks in uh, prejudiced homes or who can't oh, go fuck, on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's lots of really good comments yeah. here. Yeah. Um, uh, so... Um, let's, uh, let's, so that really moves us on to the piece of online feminism you'd like us to direct us to, which is Refuge. Yeah. And it's in the stories and mm. they are reaching out, they are connecting. Yeah. And if you want to, if you've got anything to donate, uh, and I know we're all worried about money now because our incomes for many yeah. years, have, many, of years many of yeah. us have gone, but many people's incomes haven't gone there. They're still yeah. working. So if you can't donate, could you amplify? It's on my story and yeah. it's on Sarah's That's story. That's true. Sometimes just following someone on them, a group on f social media lets them know that people care and people are out there and that you hear about their campaigns or one day you end up doing a fun run and you think, oh, I'll do it for them. Like it doesn't, because you're, you're absolutely right. There are people who keep going, money is not the only useful thing. 100%. And you can, if you go on Twitter or Instagram and you share it, you may not have any money, but you don't know how many wealthy yeah. people are following you or people just with a yes. bit more cash than you who yeah. would do it. So never think if you can't donate, you're powerless. Mm. Your influence is what's important. Um, what do you hope humanity will learn from this, if anything, Sarah? I think this is going to sound stupid, maybe, but I really think it's the end of the kind of the cult of the individual Mm. that we realized that um like madonna in the bath with her rose petals she'll be the, <laughs> um, she'll be the icon of the new religion is realizing that uh, you can't do everything by yourself other people a society and what it means and how mm. we we have to invest into it and and the more we invest into it the better it is for us as well as everyone else mm -hmm. um i just i just think there there has to be a, a different setup I think there will be because it's going to be very, very difficult for mm. uh, for people to justify now for the people who want it yeah. to be well, it's been an individualist society. It's been proven to fail. It's been proven to fail. And um, mm. I think the companies, the, the way that companies have behaved, there are certain companies obviously that have made a huge amount of money of it, but have listened to people. Like I'm getting mm. an email every day from Sainsbury's who at least are looking into uh, NHS workers and um, vulnerable people and elderly people and deliveries for people who are most in need. And then the shoe factory refused to close. You know, the shoe, SC, oh, yeah. you, they refused to close and were making their workers go in, uh, how Weatherspoons have behaved. It's like, we get to see all that. And then when we're yeah. back out there being our vibrant consumerist selves again, mm -hmm. I really hope they learn that. Also, that, like, that, that Bezos today asking for the Amazon fund rather than giving uh, his own that's... money. 
there's, there's a certain companies that again it, I, know, I know that we all have different amounts of money but as a consumer they all want your money and you can, yes. you can send it to a, a more ethical place completely there are lots of amazing comments coming up guys scroll through the comments and and look at what people are suggesting we don't have time to read all of them out but they are yeah. they are fantastic yeah uh, thank you very much for for uh for for writing anyone who's contributing at the moment thank you um and do you have finally any habits you think might stay with us when the new normal becomes the you know goes back to something approximating our regular life what might be the new normal forever oh, now? Hey, do you know what? I've never ever spoken to my family so much. Uh, I know, right? I'm speaking to all sorts yeah. of people. I'm sending people little voice notes every day. Yeah. Just my, saying, my, oh, hope you're okay today and like a little cheery yeah. thing. My dad that... lives in Adelaide and, um, and, and, and I think we've always, I mean, you know this as well because when you're so far away, you deal with family being so far away, you know, like a kind of compartmentalization because sometimes it's quite hard. So you just kind of, me and my dad would not talk for months, not because mm. there's any like not getting on, but just it's different times of the day and you ring at the wrong time and you just put it off. And, and at the moment we're talking every day, just for like a hello on house party. I'm speaking to my mum mm. every day. My mum's not a chatty person on the phone. She's the kind of person you ring and she goes, what's up? And you go, oh, nothing, just waiting for a check. She's like, okay, bye. <laughs> like as if that was <laughs> And now because we're all consuming, I guess, so much news and stories and also checking in, how are you? What have you got? Have you taken care of yourself? Um, so that, so I hope that that's what I continue. That's a good thing. I think again, the social aspect of it. Yes. I think in a weird way, I'm more connected to people that I love and care for than I've ever been. Although I'm yeah. desperate to hug them and be in the same room as them. I'm reaching out as I'm talking to my mum every day. I'm, I'm talking to people on a house party I've never even met before because one of my oh, mates really? is in there and I want to join. Yeah. yeah and they're in yeah. with other friends and I've, yeah. I've met new people and, uh, I absolutely agree. And I think we will leave the house less to go to meetings that we don't need to be in the same room for. I think that's yeah. great for the environment and also great for our pace of life. Yeah. We won't be charging around so much, which I think is great. Um, do you have anything uh, on that you'd like us to watch or on, on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, come and watch me lying in my bed watching The Office, please. I'd like uh, to promote uh, me sitting I'm, down, eating Some constantly. people are live streaming that content, thank blowing you. Blowing my nose. <laughs> have you yeah, got I'm going to start webcamming. That's what I'm going to do now. I'm completely in my pyjamas webcamming <laughs> from my bedroom. People are doing, people are doing less. They're, they're live they? streaming a lot less, babe. Um, but isn't, don't you have a special on Netflix we can watch? Something like that. I've, I've got a really, there's a really old, like, half special of, on standard, on Netflix, but it's very old. No, I've got nothing to promote. Um, just other people's things. And, you know, um, my book comes out in paperback in May, but I don't know what date yet because I've had everything cancelled. Well, somebody just said that, they, that your book was getting them through this quarantine. Oh, so bless. if you can read uh, Sarah Pascoe's Animal, that's something good to order. There's an audio book of that. Uh, yeah. You can get the ebook if you don't want to touch a thing someone else has touched. Uh, yeah. There are so many ways to plug in. And uh, uh, Sarah, we're really excited about your sitcom coming out soon too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be amazing. What's that yeah. called? Um, out of Her Mind. Out of Her Mind. Oh, we, you we're really get Juliet to, to do this. Oh yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Julia She'd Stevenson. She'd be brilliant at this. Yeah. Um, we are doing. Uh, we so we so we're going to be here at six o'clock. Uh, tomorrow, it's Sindhu v. Uh, six o'clock tomorrow on the new normal. Uh, next week, uh, we've got some amazing guests. We've got uh, 
Um, oh no, it's not. It's Jessica Foster Q tomorrow. It's Cindy oh, V the following right. Friday. Amazing. So Jessica, tune in for Jessica Foster Q tomorrow and Cindy V the following Friday. Uh, May Martin's also, also doing it next week. Oh, amazing. Um, and we'll let you know the other guests. Um, you have been such a wonderful guest and I feel very moved by lots of the things that you've said. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you. Hey, it was lovely to speak to you and big love to everyone who watched and sent us lovely comments. Yes. Have a lovely and pop evening, your, everyone. Pop your books up on your story. I'm going to and take also... a picture right now. The light's fading. I'm going to switch the light on and then take a picture. Thank you. Ah, and if you want to, if everybody who's on this could please just go and look at the, um, the story for Refuge or go directly to Refuge, uh, swipe up on my story and... Uh, just visit, even if you just visit the page and even if you just share the page, but if you've got yeah. even a pound. They'll love that, they'll love that. It's going to make so much difference. Love you, Sarah Pascoe, so love. much. Stay safe, stay Bye. indoors, and stay you. clean, stay feminist and stay connected. Bye. Bye. Oh, actually, I'm going to let Sarah go. And then I'm going to say to you guys who are still left, um, the people from the merch store um, who do our merch are going to do print-to-order T-shirts, and the money is going to go uh, directly to the performer whose quote it is. So on Monday, Alison Spittle said, um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not going to get corona for a flake. And that was about how she's husbanding her resources more. And she's like, I'm not going to pop out to the shop. Um, so she said, I'm much more like, ooh, can I get the same endorphin hit by just having a little bit of the flake um and she said so it's making her more mindful um and so we thought and and uh, so uh, uh lovely hannah who from the merch store saw her say that and said oh we could do a t-shirt of that because someone had asked for one um and then we had grace petrie um and grace petrie's slogan will be self-ice because she's trying to make self-ice happen or it might be stop trying to make self-ice happen it depends what grace allows us to do um we had susie wacoma on and she coined the phrase bleak sterical because i said i was feeling bleak and hysterical and she said you're feeling bleak sterical bleak sterical um and then uh we'll work out one from sarah's today if you buy those t-shirts at the guilty feminist merch store the money, the profit will go, merch store aren't taking any profit. That's going to go directly to the performer because a lot of performers now, they just have got no income at all because they're just sitting in their houses. If the performer has uh, an income because they've done telly or they feel like they've got enough money for the foreseeable and they're financially stable, we're going to put that money into um, the performer's hardship fund for performers who literally make all of their money from live gigging and have absolutely nothing at the moment. So it'll either go to the individual performer or if they'd prefer into the, into the pot for performers. So stop making self-ice happen. Stop, stop trying to make self-ice happen. hundred percent. Somebody's there said, um, so how much have I missed? Don't worry, this is going up for 24 hours. So if you think you would uh, be up for um, buying uh, a T-shirt from one of your favourite The New Normal performers, and you might buy one in order to contribute to their pot, uh, then that would be great. Also go and check out The Guilty Feminist um, on uh the new uh, go, go to go to check out the guilty feminist on the merch store you can see it on our website we've also got a patreon thank you so much to so many people who've put out who've uh, contributed to our patreon we never asked for money before we never took advertising uh we just went with ticket sales and we grew that and um and then of course more and more of our working week is the guilty feminist now so we 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 toned down and actually gave up other forms of income in order to do it but of course now we can't sell tickets for anything our tours cancelled so um, we really appreciate you doing Patreon because we want to keep it going and we really, really would like 
to um, to uh, keep on paying our contributors because, of course, they've got no income either. And also our lovely team of producers. We've hired women to be uh, uh, to book our acts and our back-end staff and do social media for us. And we don't want to let them down at this time either. So your Patreon contributions are everything to us. Thank you so much. We love you all. I will see you tomorrow with Jessica Foster Q. I will see you next week. I'll announce the lineup over the weekend, but there will be May Martin, there will be Cindy V um, and some other special guests. So we absolutely have loved this episode. See you. Uh, see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you from the Guilty Feminist, The New Normal. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.